new shows have dropped recently in the past few past few days and weeks on like like Netflix and Apple. So that's been kind of cool. I've been enjoying those. Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean Apple are shipping probably some of the best content at the moment. There's just not as much of it. But Netflix, I've recently resubscribed after having disconnected from them for some time because the new season of Sweet Tooth, which I enjoyed the first season, the second season was really good. Hmm. So they are still capable of making some good shows, <laughs> <laughs> which is what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy and I am joined today by Jeff. Hello, guys. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. And building on from last week's episode, we're going to be talking about one of the stages we can use when dealing with the loss of a service, of a product, of something of the sort, which is disengaging, which I think we're actually already used to because I think a lot of people have been subscription hopping ever since they've started to mine the depths. You know, I think a lot of people hit Netflix bedrock at a certain point. Well, there's the Netflix bedrock, and then there was. It came a point where everybody and their mums had a subscription service, and it was not practical or affordable to have, you know, to subscribe to all of them. So, you know, a lot of people they'll subscribe to one for a month. We talked about it previously, I think, just hopping around. And I take it you've you, you've leapfrogged back in the circle to to Netflix. At least for now, I think we watched Sweet Tooth, season two, loved it. The Witcher season three, I think I will watch that to see off Henry Cavill. I enjoyed his performance a lot. I think he, I'll give it a try. He is Geralt. I mean, this he's, he's the face of Geralt. He's not the voice. The game was the voice. I think the game is the best voice, but he's still the face <laughs> of Geralt. Uh, Wind's howling. Perfect. Love uh, it. I know, someone's uh, Wait, that's... that's, that's Join me in the sold. box. <laughs> he's back. And, you know, there's some good movies coming out. Apple have some great stuff. Apple have kind of figured out one of the tricks with Apple One. You've got your music streaming, you've got your cloud storage, you've got your TV. When you start sharing that over five people, the economies of scale start to work quite nicely. So you can justify keeping it running, even if you haven't got anything to watch, even though Foundation? Is it? Foundations, there's a new season of Foundation coming out. and Yeah, um, Silo is apparently brilliant. Silo, yeah, I've heard Silo is really good. <laughs> but... As, as wonderful as all these TV shows are, that's not why we're here today. We are continuing the conversation from last week about what to do with the dumpster fire. <laughs> no, 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 right no, 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 not, not the dumpster fire. What should we do with suddenly we've been presented with an opportunity for far, far <laughs> more free time. And we more also constructive we, use of our free time. I'm terrified by that thought. I'm stuck like a reindeer in headlights. <laughs> oh, a reindeer in the headlights? Not just a deer. We are talking glowing nose and Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't think all reindeers look like that. I'm not sure. Never seen what, one really? in the... Actually, have I seen one in real life? I don't think so. Hmm. Uh, my, my, my world has been shattered. I do know that they shed their antlers, and when they do, it looks like something out of like a, a David Cronenberg film. <laughs> Family-friendly podcast, Jeff. Family-friendly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> just imagine, just, just the, the description is enough. I'm not going to go into great detail, but it's it's uh, it's fascinating. I, I, I'm already horrified enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Murdoch, please continue your thoughts before we just wander off too far. No, 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 no thoughts. It's, it's quite literally that. Like I am, you know, frozen in oh, place. I don't know. True what to do. disengagement. No thoughts. He's not even interacting <laughs> with the world anymore. <laughs> Oh, 
like with what's happening at the moment, it's you know the dust hasn't settled yet. No, no. We, we we are waiting. We, we are waiting off, trudging through the dirt into a direction. Is it the right di- direction? We don't know. We may mm-hmm. end up in the middle of the desert. We don't know. We may we may get rescued by Fremen and ride on sandworms. Maybe I don't know. I'm listening to June again at the moment. <laughs> but hmm. oh, June June movie two, right? Ooh. Oh, very good trailer came out recently. Very good. Anyway, derailing. Go on, carry on. What it is? It's about space. I mean, it's a very deep theme to our podcast is space. We've talked about it a lot, and once again, it's proving to be at least our main strategy to just step back and uh how do we say it like maybe not just jumping onto the next service that looks close enough as we've said it's like it's like giving yourself time to step back reflect look and engage in whatever it is you're doing next mindfully we've talked about it with mm. uh, you know our purchasing options and doing so many other things it's about really giving yourself that space and time, not avoiding, giving that space and time to really understand what it is you're actually wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, asking yourself these questions. Also, I don't know how to really put it, but sometimes we need to allow ourselves to be bored. Like I, a lot of people have this theory that we're more creative when we allow ourselves to be bored as opposed to trying to fill all the little silences in our lives with as much digital noise as possible. It makes a lot of mm. sense because when you're bored, you will attempt an activity to fix that. Whereas if you're mm-hmm. constantly filling the void with, you know, in, it may be, it may very well be interesting things, but it's consumption rather than creation, mm. which is fine, but perhaps not fine all the time. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, and at the same time, I think it's worth pointing out that it's not about doing nothing. Like, I think doing nothing would be to continue using the services regardless of the problems that are presenting themselves. And again, some people may decide that that's their, their way forward. You know, if you feel that Twitter or Reddit still fulfill their purpose for you and you don't mind the problems. Maybe you don't see them as problems. Maybe the problems don't affect you. Then you just carry on. I think that's the the neutral doing nothing thing. Stepping back, mm-hmm. disengaging is more like creating an absence. I know there's a poem that's a personal favorite of mine, very short. Your absence has gone through me like thread through a needle. Everything I do is stitched with its color. And it's a very good example of how absence has a tangibility. It it exists. Absence mm. is a thing in of itself. And you can feel it and you can exist in it. Mm. So I think taking that space is taking an action. And it's an action that allows us to once again connect with who we are and decide like, what do I want to do moving forward? Do I really want this kind of social media? Like, it's, how to say it? It's, I was going to say it's just a very, very um, interesting one because it's, it's difficult to do that. You know, it's ironically difficult to do nothing actively. Mm-hmm. As well, it shows how, if not addictive, at least habit-forming, a lot of these platforms have become. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you. I know my thumb naturally goes to open certain oh, apps yes. that are no longer there on oh, my yes. home screen. <laughs> and the app, we men- oh. I think we mentioned it last week, where my thumb naturally goes to where 
Reddit used to be, and now it opens my emails, and it's just very depressing because my emails are very oh. formal. It's not fun. <laughs> I want to. S- Is this the evolution of the phantom vibration in the pocket? <laughs> Dude, I get I get the phantom vibration in my pocket when I'm holding my phone. It's it's very it's very disturbing. Huh. Yeah, it's it's a thing because I know that there is a there's a growing feeling that I think predates these problems that maybe we're not either using our time as we could for the best or that we're losing something in the process. Right now, I'm trying to go back to reading more Mm. like i have some books on my ipad i'm working through them and my attention span is not what it used to be Hmm. it's difficult it really is a point to pick up i'm i'm the same i mean i used to read avidly um around you know up until the point where i got a smartphone and my ability to read for long periods of time degraded dramatically and then mm. short-form content appeared, and my ability yeah. to watch long-form content degraded rapidly. I can't... It's it's, fanta- <laughs> it's fantastically interesting, but also very, very depressing to see that it's very hard to watch a show or a movie without also looking at something on your phone. It kind of has mm. stages, doesn't it? Like, I think some people, like I have this problem where I feel like a movie is too much of a commitment, but I'll happily mm-hmm. watch three or four episodes of a show that take up twice the time. Because it gives you an out. They yeah. give you mm. outs. That, you know, there are little off-ramps all the way along. But then there's more short-form content. Isn't that right, Murdoch? I absolutely despise the format. Um, like, I've been finding progressively that like my attention span has been getting worse and worse i don't know if there have been studies made on this particular aspect but i get the feeling that this continuous short form content consumption has like you know dwindled our ability to keep a steady thought for any more than like you know two minutes three minutes and Mm. and pay attention to things Mm. there's a long history of it as well like Mm -hmm. i mean who remembers vine I will occasionally go on YouTube at night and watch Vine compilations. <laughs> they make me happy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's another thing. Like, Vine was not a platform I actively engaged in. I heard uh-huh. of it. I was linked to little bits and pieces of it. But, like, it was never part of my regular activities. So I, I missed out on what Vine was. It became TikTok, I think. <laughs> Uh, it's, I mean, not. So, uh, I don't it's, think it's the same. No, service, no. But, but I think TikTok started off as a one type of uh, mobile app, and it changed to become kind of. It fills the void Vine left because they shut down Vine mm. because it was not profitable. I just learned this. That's why Vine went away. They couldn't monetize it. Uh, Insanely popular, but they couldn't monetize it, which is very, which is very, very interesting. Well, monetizing seems to be the theme of last week's. Mm cause of the problem so yes hmm. but disconnecting then like we keep disconnecting from this topic <laughs> <laughs> a sensible chuckle what i'm finding is that as i'm disconnecting from platforms like reddit but trying to maintain my connection to current events i'm reading articles more than i used to and that's a very interesting phenomenon for me Because I think where I may have relied on the wisdom of the crowd, I became reliant on this text-based 
short form content, you know, this rapid fire conversation. What I, I mean, mm. what I found with that is that one, I mean, there was, there was a general joke about Redditors never reading the article before commenting, but it's amazing. I've found something similar, how much I relied on the too long, didn't read posts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's what people are now using chat GPT for having yeah. read an article and give a summary. That's oh. how... That's how lazy we have become as a species. And I'm not calling anybody out. I am in the same boat. But the disengagement phase is maybe a way out. Mm -hmm. I'm reading articles again and I'm discovering there are people still writing amazing articles. We linked to two of them last week. Well, this is the incredible thing, isn't it? That these things have never gone away. These things have always been here but our way of interacting with them changed dramatically and we've i say we and we always had the opportunity to leave and change and and, and go back to this long form but mm -hmm. we've in a way kind of been forced because of the changes that we talked about last week and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's kind of like there's an opportunity here that's been foisted upon us that we can use to yet yeah, take a step back disengage stop looking for example at reddit all day like a person me i did that <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I did. It was my break. If I needed to just step back from work and give my mind a little break, Reddit mm. was my break. Mm -hmm. And because it's tiny, short-form content, there's no commitment. I don't have mm -hmm. to worry that I'm going to get, you know, trapped for 20 minutes trying to finish a chapter of a book or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Instead, I could just read a couple of Reddit comments and feel like oh, I am now educated on this current event. I am now a better person. It's maybe probably not true. Well, again, it feeds into that idea of, you know, we should always be doing something. We should always be hustling. We should always be learning or moving. Um, yeah. And we kind of yeah. forget how important it is to just kind of sit and stare off into space for two or three minutes. And like we said, I, boredom, it's yeah. important. Well, I found that, you know, like now because I can't have Reddit at work on my breaks or uh, during my lunch, I'll eat my... I'll have my lunch and I'll kind of just stare off into space. I, you know, I don't, I, what I'm finding is because I don't have the, because I don't have Reddit. I'm just imagining you like a robot in standby mode sat in the lunchroom with people like taking the wide way around you because you're just like, that's literally exactly what's happening. And what I'm finding is it's kind of just because, you know, I spend a lot of time staring at a screen. There's a lot of, you know, there's, there's a lot of thought mm. process going on. There's a lot of decisions to make. It's kind of nice to just let your brain just kind of blank itself out for a little bit. You kind of just go into standby mode and it turns out I might actually need that and I was never giving myself mm -hmm. that time. Yeah. You yeah. know, go, go stand by a window and watch the pigeons walk around. Very, mm -hmm. very satisfying. It's nice. It's actually good for you. Uh, yes, you're not actually learning anything or gaining anything tangibly, but it's good for you, or at least it's good for my brain. Mm-hmm. a couple of interesting things like it's been strangely easier to stop like you know refreshing these feeds when the mm. conversations turn from you know conversations on these platforms to conversations about the platforms <laughs> oh it's like reading about reddit on reddit that seems like a very 
<laughs> there's more than a few mods saying don't make me tap the sign no meta conversations <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's basically it so it's been good in that regards that you know it was a little bit easier to disengage than i expected and one of the other things i've also found as as a result of such is that by not following you know the the rapidly changing events as as they unfold i'm i'm not as anxious about what's happening oh that's a big one mm. wow that's a big one because the news does make me very anxious and mm-hmm. I just, I was thinking about a good time to mention this and now's a good time. Like I am not 100% successful in my disengagement. I am definitely going back to Reddit in a very targeted way, very specific parts of Reddit and I'm not doing so on the app anymore because I can't, mm. but I'm trying to... It's my way to stay in touch with certain types of news. So I haven't been 100% successful and I'm still evaluating that, how I feel Mm -hmm. about that. But what you've just said is very interesting because maybe that's something I do have to also disengage from is trying to stay so connected to the news, so connected to current events. Because, yeah, it makes me anxious too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because it's like you want to you want to stay connected. Do you want to stay? Uh, do, you, do you want to stay relevant, or do you want your understanding to stay relevant? I think they're both they both make That's, sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really dis I really dislike the idea that I will become somebody that doesn't care about current events. That suddenly doesn't know that something not maybe big has happened because you're never going to you know escape from the big events, but it's the little events that build a bigger picture Mm. that I worry Mm. about losing. Well, Mm. I mean, there's a reason, you know, the whole thing about staying informed is that you can, it allows you to see what's going on and you can start making connections between different events so you can start getting a better understanding of what's actually happening. And Mm -hmm. things like Reddit were very, very good for that, especially because you could curate your content so you could start seeing different perspectives as the same event which yeah, helps you piece yeah. things together. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it I mean, like you, like you, Margie, it made me very, very anxious. I just get very, very anxious and angry a lot of the time looking at a mm-hmm. lot of this stuff about current events. And that's the other one. Is that, I don't think, it's, it's important to stay informed, but at the same time, it's also kind of important not to be an angry curmudgeon yelling at clouds. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm so... <sighs> vocal that i want the podcast to be positive because i as a person want to be more positive mm-hmm. and i don't know if reddit's one thing reddit has always had a reputation for being a bit of a curmudgeon-y place mm. to put it mildly <laughs> uh, <laughs> very very mildly <laughs> politely shall we say <laughs> but a lot of this algorithmic social media content seems to be promoting a very it, angry worldview. Like they they want you to stay on the platform, right? They want you to scroll for as long as possible. And it seems that the best way to do that is to get you angry or anxious or somehow emotionally invested. It's the mm. quickest and most effective way of triggering engagement negative emotions are very very raw and powerful and we interact with them so much more easily than positive ones and it's much easier to uh, draw those negative emotions out of people and that's what we found we saw it with news originally with the clickbait articles Mm -hmm. yeah it's a definite evolution of that yeah it has been evolving over you know over the decades and this is where we are now and it's yeah, yeah, yeah disengaging from that, coming away from it, 
it's good for us, but we I mean, we do lose some of the positives. There are a lot of positives of things like Reddit. There were some great places mm-hmm. to go, and there were some really joyful places and things we could see there. Again, I go back to it, guinea pigs wearing hats. It genuinely fills me with joy, especially when they wear the little costumes, like the little sheriff one with the little badge, and he's got the, like, the, the waistcoat and everything. It was adorable. And, you know, Reddit was kind of making up for a lot of the problems that search has found in recent years because of the paid search results, because of the the rise of SEO, people trying to manipulate search results by constructing their websites in a certain way. Reddit actually filled a gap there where if you just added Reddit to your search parameters, you would get tailored content like okay something happened to my computer and i don't know what someone else has had this problem and they've solved it on reddit Hmm. it seemed to be the go-to platform yeah well it was the evolution of a forum yeah and Mm -hmm. it really filled that need so i think this is where we this is where the metaphor that we used last week both becomes relevant again but kind of breaks down where we talk about the grieving process Mm mm-hmm This negative engagement we've had with social media for so long has created also an emotional dependency. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why disconnecting with it is so difficult because we're addicted to these extreme emotions. We're, I don't know, somehow we crave this negativity. I I hate myself for it. But, you know, like every now and again, you just want to feel... (laughs) I know, I know. I'm doing it again. But so perhaps we need to respect this distance, respect this disconnection, and even enforce it. Like, no, today I'm not going to log into Reddit, even though I can. I'm going to take a step back and realize that if something important happens, it'll get to me eventually. And I am not mm. a decision maker. I am not the prime minister of Britain. I Maybe we overestimate our need to be informed. Like, I am not making decisions for... I, I, I think it's a, very, it's a very good point. Yeah, like... Um... We don't need to know things that are happening as they're happening unless they're local and very, very relevant to us. Mm. But like the stepping back and disengaging from Reddit or mo- a lot of social media platforms is is very good, but also giving yourself time to not just, as we mentioned before, find the alternative or find something that's similar or disengage by engaging yeah. somewhere else. It's very easy uh- to do that. It's the risk and of a rebound the, service, so to speak. The, reba- oh. the, 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 rebound, the rebound service, yeah. Just r- running and screaming into whatever comes up next just because you need uh, to fill that void. Well, we've seen this with what Instagram and Facebook has done with the way Twitter has happened. They have planted their beautiful rebound service for people to flock into. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've, I've found two things as well. It's like this, this you know, forced break, so to speak, not being able to actively use these services the way I used to. In taking this break, I've just found myself extremely exhausted, like realizing that I'm extremely exhausted. Wow. And it was eye-opening in that regard. Yeah, I mean, and I tell you what, I must thank all of these services for at least doing this in the run-up to summer. Mm -hmm. So I have two vacations planned, my trip planned and then a more relaxed just go and do nothing for two weeks Hmm. i am not that lucky i have this amount of time because i couldn't take it earlier in the year when i was supposed to (laughs) so you know don't don't go thinking oh there's moggy swanning off for nearly a month Hmm. but 
it's a great time to disengage. Go and take those vacations. Go and do your summer thing. And maybe when you go to the beach, instead of scrolling Instagram on your phone, except for us, mm-hmm. follow, you know, indulgently minimal on Instagram. We're great. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the photos that Margie will post from the beach. Mm. Yes, they're going to be great. Take a paperback book. Take a magazine. Take your dog. I don't know. Take nothing. Just stare, sit and stare at the sea for a little bit. That, that was the other point. Take back some control. Like with the way these things are unfolding at the moment, like a lot of it, you don't really have any control over. However, going to take a break. It's not doing nothing. It's doing something. As we yep. said, that disengagement is a positive step. Hmm. Even if it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, you have, the, you have the power, you have the choice to choose it's... <laughs> to not engage, to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do these things so interestingly. There is a synchronicity to our podcast. It's a palate cleanser. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, like those little episodes we throw in after a big topic. It's That's what disengaging is. It's it's a little appetit for a, uh, what do you eat, um, a sorbet hmm. to allow the palate to be cleansed so that when the next dish comes in, you can taste it for what um, it is. Yeah, without the memory of the previous red, I mean, the previous meal. <laughs> I mean, in a traditional fine dining course, I do believe the fish course comes before the meat course and fish is a strong flavor. So you have to clear these flavors from the palate so that when your beautifully seared steak or whatever vegetarians, Jeff, you can help me out here. What We, we get asparagus. Asparagus so can be delicious. <laughs> asparagus is very delicious. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like these are maybe even a vegetarian option is a better example because there's delicate flavors here that you mm-hmm. may not experience if you have the memory of the dish before still on your palate. So that little dish of sorbet isn't just a fancy thing that this restaurant is doing. It serves a purpose, as do our palate cleansing episodes. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of palate cleansing and like sorbet, I, I learned this the other day. If you're hiccuping, eat a lemon. Gets rid of it instantly. Really? No. Yeah, like bite, bite into a lemon and it gets rid of the hiccups. I'm going to try We'll that. have to try this It was insane. <laughs> thank, uh, shout out to Yuki. Thank you for telling me that. It, very, very helpful. <laughs> One of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> so, how do you think this all leads to how we're going to finish next week we do plan on talking about what comes next so this conversation how do you think that disengaging leads to that as a topic i think we need to start off with like acknowledging with how this is making us feel hmm it makes me feel it's important to take a step back and you know assess the situation (laughs) I mean, you make the joke, Jeff, but... No, 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 it's not a joke. I'm bored. It's, uh, this, is a, this is an experience I haven't had for quite some time, and it's... Oh. It's new, and it's... What the hell did I used to do when I was bored? Oh, I... Before I'd, all of these services. Yeah. Before the services, I'd go play... I'd go write some music on a guitar, or I'd go for a walk, or I'd make up stories about, like, a, a frog or something. There, there, was, there, there was a time before the internet and 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 reddit and short form content and it's trying to grasp that back again as an adult (laughs) Hmm. i'm I'm sitting down struggling my brain is a little bit scrambled i'll be (laughs) honest 
all this short form content. It's like, uh, it's gotten so us. bad that I don't remember yeah. how bad you know the streaming services have gotten for a while. Yeah, it's oh. like it's crazy. <laughs> We've completely forgotten about just the absolute <laughs> disaster that the streaming world is in right now. This is how bad things are. <laughs> yeah. A break is necessary. Yeah. No, I, I think you're very right. And again, we have been presented with a rather wonderful little twist of fate, so to speak, that it's happened in summer when so many of us are about to step away. It's not just work now that we need a break from. It's all of this and there is as we are finding in our little experiment there is a lot to be discovered about ourselves as well as how we're engaging with all of this and perhaps if we can all take that step back together maybe Ooh, when like, we all come back like a dance move <laughs> swing your partner do si do <laughs> yeah we all take a step back, and then when we come back into the center, maybe we can figure out how to do it better. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would hope we can talk about next week, is some of the more exciting ideas. I can't even say services yet. There are There are some ideas, and there are ideas and possibilities and different ways of doing things that people have been doing for a fair amount of time. But it's now, the it seems to be coming more into the mainstream. Uh, it's definitely, I have not heard of it until recently. So it must be gaining traction because I pay very little attention yeah. to it. I pay very little attention in general. So if I'm hearing about it, it's really gaining traction. So there are, it's exciting. There are new things to do, hmm. things to see, guinea pigs to well, put in hats. There's lots. Don't keep us in suspense, Jeff. What what services are you talking about that we can, you know, check out? If, you know, we've got some homework to do for next week now. Come on. <laughs> well, it's, you know, as you mentioned from the article of, um, was it Maria Delano? Yeah. The Fediverse is a very, very fascinating possibility mm -hmm. that has been around for a long, long time. But it's something that I haven't really encountered before. And I've started trialing it out. And it's fun. It's interesting. It's a place I can go to to find my pictures of guinea pigs in hats. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's very exciting. It is something, and it's something that I've been dipping my toe in. I've been trying not to, as we say, rebound service straight in there. So I am trying to keep some disengagement, but it's something to, to be looked into. Yeah, and something I'm hoping we can talk about more next week. Hmm. Great. All right. So we've been Indulgently Minimal. I hope you've enjoyed that episode. I hope you're looking forward to the third and final part of this series, which, again, I feel like we've had a bit more of a positive conversation today. And next week, I'm hoping to be even more so. So tune in for that. We are on Instagram, Indulgently Minimal there with summer coming up. We've got some trips planned and I'm hoping we can really start to put some fun and exciting pictures on there not really into the whole short form video content yet but if you would like to hear that kind of thing from us let us know email us at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com any thoughts questions comments just give us a shout we're also now on coffee so if you would like to help support the show and you want us to keep doing this then please consider buying us a coffee over there the address is ko-fi.com forward slash indulgently minimal. We'll put some links in the show notes. So thank you in advance for that. We've been indulgently minimal and I have been joined today by Jeff. 
Yeah, thanks guys. Remember to go easy on yourselves. Don't if you go back to Reddit, it's okay. I've gone back to Reddit. <laughs> it's okay. We all have. And Murdoch. And remember folks, take a breath and indulge a little. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us. See you for the next one. Bye. See you later, guys. Take care, everyone.